You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. What a great theme song to come back from break with. Jake, bring it up for a second. Yes, sir. So I, I think about sometimes, like, so let's say, like, you're, I, I think it's Koji Kondo, I think, is the composer of that. I think he did, like, all the Nintendo games, like, back in the day. I could be wrong about yeah. that, who composed the music for the games. Do you think, like, they, like he finishes that track and listens to it for the first time, and he's he just knows, yeah, nailed it. Yeah. Like, like 40 years later, 40 years later, I, people are still going to be Mega into Man. this. Yeah. Like, he had to know, right? Like, it's a, it's a yeah. freaking banger. It's so good. Pass the test of time. Um, you know, we'll pass the test of time. We'll get to our, we'll finish our NBA bets a little later. Uh, games we've already bet for week 11 in the NFL. How about our guy, Jason Sobel, better known to you and yours as Golf Man, joining us here on You Better You Bet. Camillo Bijagas called his shot last week with an outright winner, and we got a lot of notes about it. So, you know, we were going to ask Jason to come back on anyway because he's great, but also, like, when, when you win bets, I mean, Duh, I think we're going to ask you to come back on. Our friend Jason Sobel joins us now with the unenviable task of trying to go back-to-back in the world of golf. Jason, of course, stud on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio, our Sirius XM teammate, and also does great work writing for our friends over at the Action Network. Always pumps out great golf betting content, and like you want to check out all of Jason's bets and all his handicapping, we would encourage you to go check it out over at the Action Network and follow him on Twitter at Jason Sobel T-A-N. My friend, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. How's it going? I've made a horrible mistake, boys. I, I should have obviously retired after last week and uh, given you a 100-to-1 winner on the show. I should just, like, leave the industry, revert to a cave, never come back, because <laughs> I, I'm not doing that again, at least not back-to-back. So anything I'm about to tell you, just don't listen to it. And worth worth noting, Jason, I, I know you didn't hit this bet, but – like talked up and wrote about Rio Ishikawa to win the Zozo. And maybe it didn't end up being this great sweat. Cause like Morikawa kind of ran away with the tournament a little bit, but like you look at the first page of the, he's like 500 to one. You look at the first page of the leaderboard. I was like, the guy's in like fourth place. It's like a pretty outrageous. So I know you said like, you're not going to do it very often, whatever. Just it's like, I don't think you got to maybe got a knack for the long shots, which is good. This feels like a tournament by the way. Well, that's going to be a pretty good skill to have. <laughs> might, might be a pretty good time to bet and buy some big prices. Just tell us a little bit about the RSM Classic. They It's about this week every single year. It's in Sea Island, Georgia, right? They play a couple different courses. Right. Just give us like kind of yep. an idea of what we're going to see this weekend. 
Yeah, so they played two courses this week. They have for years the Plantation and the Seaside split up between both of those courses. The first two days, everyone plays uh, one either Thursday or Friday. And then the Seaside course for everybody on the weekend plays just over 7,000 yards, a little bit shorter in PGA Tour terms. Um, it's it's a laid-back atmosphere, except not as laid-back this year for a lot of the players because for the first time, this is the true end. The end of the year is actually the end of the season. Usually over the last handful of years, the season has started back up in October, and, and this is like the seventh event of the weekend continue the season in january now we're actually going to finish the season we're going to start in january i like it a lot better but for a lot of those players who are hovering right around or outside that top 125 on the fedex cup points list this week means keeping your job or going back to q school and trying to find a job for next year so a lot of pressure amongst the laid back atmosphere of sea island this week and as far as betting each of the last six winners at the RSM Classic were 40 to one or longer. Three of them, Adam Svensson last year, Robert Streb in 2020, Tyler Duncan in 2019, were 100 to one or bigger. So uh, recency bias, I, I know as everyone's saying, I wanna grab one of those lottery tickets like last week. Well, history says that you can get a lottery ticket here as well. So don't be afraid to go pretty far down the board. All right, we'll, we will definitely try and, like, get some lottery ticket bets from you for this tournament coming up, Jason. But let's start at the top of the board where we were joking off air, Ken and I were. It's like, if you, like, only checked into golf during the swing season and checked out the odds board, you would think that Ludwig Aberg is, like, is like the second coming of Tiger Woods. He's favored to win literally every <laughs> tournament. He's favored to win this tournament. He um, hasn't won yet. Russ he hasn't, and he hasn't won yet, which is funny, but he's a favorite in every tournament, Ludwig Aberg. So he's the favorite. Russell Henley, Brian Harmon, Cam Young, Corey Connors, JT Post, and Eric Cole, Alex Noren behind Tim. Um, before we get to the lottery ticket, guys, any interest in betting the guys at the top of the board or your thoughts on some of those players? Are you trying to tell me that Studvig isn't the second coming of Tiger Woods? Oh, no, Studvig. Uh, I, I just thought he was. Ahead. It's a good nickname, isn't it? It's pretty good. Um, I, I'd say it's uh, look, great. The kid, is, the kid is fantastic. If you haven't seen him play yet, he makes golf look easy more so than anybody else in the world. This is what I've said about him. Scotty Scheffler, you watch him hit a ball and you're like, I don't understand how he doesn't fall down. His footwork is all over the place. And yes, it's really good works for him. But you're like, that doesn't look easy. When Rory, when John Rahm play, I go, man, golf looks like the hardest game in the world. I can't believe we also play the same thing they play. Ludwig Ober plays and you watch him and you go, why doesn't everyone just hit 340 down the middle of the fairway, then hit their iron shots to four feet and then make the putt every time? It looks simple. And so I'm telling you, he's going to be really good for a really long time, a worthy favorite this week. But I, I am going further down the board. I've got one top tier pick, guys who are 30 or 40 to one or shorter this week. And it's a name that for me, guys, leapt off the page this week. JT Poston is playing the best golf of his life, sort of under the radar right now. In his last eight starts, he's got five top seven finishes, seven in the top 25. The only one that wasn't in the top 25 was the Open Championship, which is sort of an outlier anyway. It's a, a different beast than what we see on the PGA Tour every week. And he's not just posting some good results. He's actually playing really well. The iron play, last seven events, have all gained strokes with his approach shots. The last eight events, he's gained strokes with the putter. Uh, look, that's exactly the formula I'm looking for this week is really good iron play and really good putting. That's exactly what he's doing right now. 
doesn't have a great record at this event. He's missed the cut four times in six starts, but the other two were a 14th and a 21st. So he does, he has shown that he can play well at times here. That's enough for me. I'm jumping all over JT Poston. All right, so JT Poston, kind of like one, you said one of the shorter price guys, like 40 to one or less that you have to win the tournament. That, that begs the next question, which sounds like maybe maybe we're going long shot hunting here again with uh, having had success last week with some big prices. And in a tournament like this, it just like it feels like such a fun strategy because, again, like the favorite is a guy who's never won. And like, you know, a lot of the other guys at the top of the board never won uh, or haven't won in a really long time. So who are some long shots we're looking at, Jason? Oh, boy, I'm writing them all down so I don't forget any of these guys. Oh, boy, but we're writing them down. I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to start out with... The guy who led the Corn Ferry Tour money list and points list this previous year, he's not a rookie. And so this isn't a guy that's just getting his first taste of PGA Tour life. He's played a few seasons on the PGA Tour, played okay, lost his card, went back down to the developmental circuit, won twice, finished top 10 in four of his last five starts. Ben Coles is a really good player. He's trading at right about 110 to one right now for an outright play. Do I think he's going to win outright? Not really, but I'm not really sure. I thought Camilo Bijegas was going to win outright at that number last week, and he certainly got the job done. He's talented enough to do it. He's riding a heater, and unlike a lot of the other players in the field this week, guys, he doesn't have all the pressure of trying to play well to get into something. He's already locked in for next year, and so all he has to do is go out and play some good golf this week. A couple other names that you might like. Kramer Hickok, top 15 in each of his last two starts. Robbie Shelton, who's a nice course fit and has played decent golf at this course, uh, these two courses in the past. Grayson Murray, really interesting name. The guy's been to hell and back. The guy, look, when he's not on, he's really not on. There's a low floor that's as low as it goes, but the ceiling is very high. And so there's about as wide a range as anybody you can get. I would not, I would not recommend Grayson Murray for like, Probably like a top 20 top 30 top 40 because that floor can get low if he's not on it can go south in a hurry but like i said when it's on he can play as good as anybody out there and so i like playing him for an outright he's 180 to one in some books and then i will defer to my uh my show partner i did the gimme at action network with my buddy spencer aguiar from roto bowler he does stuff with action he does uh, a ton of great work and he is all over Zach Blair this week, and so I'm going to jump on his Zach Blair play as well. Jason, just like since since you nailed the pick last week with Bjegas, who is your if you had to call your shot hashtag call your shot and give us one winner for this tournament? So you point out to the outfield and you call your shot. Who are you calling your shot with? And like people can make their own decisions, obviously, but call your shot, Jason. Give us the one winner of this tournament. Yeah, I'd love to go. Well, he's got 600 to one you've never heard of. You're going to make a mint this week, but it is JT Poston. It's the guy I talked about right off the bat. I, I mean, that's that's the name that leapt off the page. And quite frankly, I think even though his number has gotten shorter, he opened in some books at 35 to one and a lot of places around 28 to one right now. I still think it's actually a really good number. I would have expected to, for him to be at right around 20 to one, 22 to one based on the way he's played over the last four months. If I'm just picking one guy just to win, if you said, forget about odds, there's no such thing as odds, just pick a winner. For me, it's posting this week. 
You better you bet with Nick and Ken. Terrific football Tuesday. Talking golf for this weekend with our friend Jason Sobel, who nailed Bejegas last week at a big price on Twitter at Jason Sobel, T-A-N, Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio, and the Action Network. Jason, final question here. And, like, if you don't have anything on the on the European Tour event, the DP World Tour Championship with Rory and John Rahm at like the top of the board, totally okay. But if not... Uh, a little birdie, it, it was it was you. You told us during the break that you're on some type of college football heater right now. So if you got yeah. something from the DP World Tour, that would be great. If not, do you have a favorite college football look for the weekend? Because it sounds like you're, you're red hot at the moment right now. I am. I will give you DP World Tour. Uh, they're playing their championship this week in Dubai. Only 50 players in the field, so all the numbers are going to look shorter than usual. The last 11 winners of this event either were major champions or have become major champions since then. So unlike the RSM, you're not looking for too many long shots. I do think that Minwoo Lee, who's got a ton of offensive firepower, remember the name. He's going to have a fantastic next couple of years. And I think it starts in 2024. It starts early. But Minwoo Lee at about 18 to 1 makes a lot of sense. And Nikolai Hoygaard. Make sure there's two Hoygaards. They're twins. The other one's Rasmus. Make sure you bet the right Hoygaard if you're going to bet it. But I think Nikolai makes a lot of sense this week as well. And I knew you were going to ask me about college football. Hey, shout out to Texas Tech, Purdue, Mizzou, and UCF, who ah, I threw together in a little underdog money line parlay. And, you know, I had... Had the parlay, had the round robin, the teaser, the everything scattered, smothered. So that worked pretty well. So I, I like that one. But um, I look, I, I stayed up late watching UNC go to overtime against Duke. UNC is a team that's either going to play really badly against bad teams or really well against good teams. And every game is going to be close. Getting six and a half at Clemson. Give me the heels. All right. And uh, Ken Barkley nodding oh, yeah. off camera. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So maybe like when oh, we ride yeah. the locomotive on Friday, that'll be that'll be on the card. Uh, Jason, you're the best. Not only giving us like bets for the RSM, bets in Dubai, a little ACC college football action. He's awesome. Follow him on Twitter. He supports us. He comes on the show all the time. Support Jason at Jason Sobel T A M. Uh, Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio, and with our friends over at the Action Network. My friend, thank you so much for the time. As always, good luck with the bets. Let's go JT Poston. Let's go UNC, and we'll talk to you soon. JT Post and UNC Parlay. I think I'm going to have to put that in right now. I, I, I swear Post to God. Carolina's I guy, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Correlated. On love, love. <laughs> yes. When he plays well, Carolina teams play well. <laughs> Listen, you do sports betting content, you can spin anything, right? I, yeah, I, absolutely. I, I, I like it. I like it. The Carolina handicap made a lot of sense. Listen, I'm hip to Jagus. I'm, I'm going to take all this stuff. So absolutely love that from our pal, Jason Sobel. Uh Jason Sobel, T-A-N, on a, a whatever they call it, X, whatever. Um, do you want to do a little NBA here? You want anything else here you want to hit before? Uh, no, we got like, we we got like a minute. Oh, actually, yeah. Let me do let me do my college hoops here. We have like a minute. Let me do Go this because just I want to pay off something. So Dallin Cuff came on with us earlier in the show. And anytime somebody brings up like an angle that sounds potentially interesting, like my ears perk up a little bit. Oh, we got rule, rule changes. Like something might be going on here. Dallin was trying to basically say that they uh, are changing how offensive fouls are officiated, try to get stuff, officiate things out of the game, undercutting players, stopping them from going to the basket, like leading to more offense. And his point was that in games between like high major or major conference teams where you would see like a lot of athleticism and you'd want to get those charges, those injury plays out, he's saying that the overs have come in at a really high rate and there have not been a lot of major major games so far there have been very few because that's how the season is when it first starts 
a lot of them have gone over. <laughs> like a lot of them have gone over. So what would that mean, right? That would mean the Champions Classic games tonight. That would be Marquette, Illinois. That would be Iowa. It's worth noting that in a bunch of those games, the over has gotten bet. I'm not saying this is why that's happening. Just that like maybe there's interest in the over anyway in a few of those games, especially the Iowa game against Creighton. Just like, that is actually kind of interesting. Anytime I hear like a potential angle from a guest, I'm always like, well, let me see like what's going on here. We don't have enough games to be like, that's a thing. But with this kind of stuff, like you're never going to be sure until it's over. And then literally maybe. And then afterwards you'd be like, oh man, yeah, he was right. Like they all went over. Uh, it could just be like a fun thing, even if you don't want to bet it. Just like a fun thing to follow with the major conference games tonight. Like are these games going over a little bit more than you'd expect? Absolutely love it. Um, also, we'll, we'll be tuned in tonight to Wemby against... Chet Holmgren, Wemby v. Chet. Spurs, a lot, a lot, a lot of good sports going on tonight. Sounds like not a lot of sleep. Nope. And again, on the other yep. side, the rest of our NBA bets for tonight, Tyler's College Hoops, and the games we've already bet for Week 11 in the NFL.